Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. Thank you so much for joining me. As you know, we are here every week to bust the myths and clarify the facts. And if I didn't have you, I wouldn't have a show. So with much gratitude, I'd just like to say thank you so much for joining me every week. You really inspire me. I get great notes from people. And I always sort of feel like this show is so worth doing because You are so great, and you are all over the globe. Thank you so much for being here. So it's kind of that time of year, early in the year, or maybe even before the new year, we start to realize that maybe we want to make some changes in our lives, some changes in how we live. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Now, this show is pretty different than usual. Usually, I bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding and beyond. But today, instead of focusing on the baby, I'm going to focus on you. Because this year, I want you to focus on you as well. So, let me pose a question to you. Do you plan to live another 10 years? I do. So, let's go a little deeper. Do you want to live 10 more years or do you just want to live last year 10 times? Those are two different things. It's always very, very tempting to be in our comfort zone and to say, oh, you know, we're going to kind of do pretty much what we did last year. Oh, we're going to do better. We're going to, um, I don't know, read so many books or lose so many pounds or whatever. But pretty much life isn't going to be all that different. Or is it? So that's my challenge to you is, are you just going to have this year be a mirror image of last year? And it will be if you don't think about what changes you might want to make for yourself. Trust me on this. There are so many people that come through my comprehensive lactation course and they talk about their passion for breastfeeding. They generally chose to breastfeed their baby because they knew it was best for the baby. But then something wonderful happened. They found out it was best for them, too. For many women, and I see these people all the time, for many women, breastfeeding is a life-changing event. Might that have been the case for you? I can't begin to count the number of women for whom breastfeeding was a transformational event in their life, and they were never the same after it. And they become passionate about all things breastfeeding. Now, for some of those women, their lactating days are over. As a matter of fact, (laughs) sometimes their childbearing days are over, too. But they still feel passionate about breastfeeding. 
even after they stop breastfeeding. And even after they stop breastfeeding, they end up flying the breastfeeding flag in really a number of different roles. I've met these people, and so have you. What I'm wondering is, are you one of these? Some have weaned their children, but they fight for laws to protect breastfeeding women. Some organize nurses when the laws to protect women aren't respected. Some write articles or blogs about breastfeeding and lactation. I'm thinking of someone like uh, Tipper Gallagher. Now, Tipper runs the uh, the Boob Geek. She has been blogging there for I don't know how many years, and she was a guest on this show. Wonderful guest, by the way. If you haven't heard my show with Tipper, you should. And um, actually, just mm, a few weeks ago, Tipper wrote a blog on the pros and cons of becoming a lactation consultant. Others do different things. For example, some integrate the breastfeeding message into their current work. I'm thinking about somebody like Tracy Castles. Now, Tracy is a psychologist. She's got a PhD in psychology. And, and she was also a guest on the show. As a matter of fact, Tracy was a guest more than once. Terrific guest. But Tracy writes a terrific blog on evolution and excuse me, evolutionary parenting. By the way, I believe that's evolutionaryparenting.com. And she frequently weaves into that blog messages about breastfeeding. There are many others that keep waving the flag for breastfeeding. For example, many mothers become La Leche League leaders. I'm thinking of a woman who came to my, it was not my comprehensive course, it was actually my review course, Concealer Claire's Day. Uh, she, it was in Atlanta, and she told me she had been a La Leche League leader for 37 years. I thought, whoa, that's a lot of commitment. Now, you know she stopped lactating by then, okay? But she's still waving the flag for breastfeeding. And all of those roles and responsibilities are all important, but Some people want more. Some people want to go pro. You heard me. I said, go pro. That is professional. They want to become experts on issues related to breastfeeding and lactation. They want to become expert enough to help other mothers breastfeed. And not just by giving friendly advice, although friendly advice is good, but they really want to do a whole lot more than that. They want to go pro. So my question is, might that be you? Has it ever occurred to you to go pro? Honestly, every month, every single month, I meet dozens of mothers who want to go pro. But here's the deal. They don't think it's possible for them to do that. Some of them think that you need to be a nurse in order to earn a lactation credential, and that's just totally not true. Not at all. You just have to go about it a little bit differently. And some women know that it's possible, but they kind of don't know how to take the next steps. And so in this show, I want to talk about those myths and those barriers that might keep you from going pro. Because you know what? You represent the best of the best. You're exactly the kind of person that we need. If you hear me right now, and if you've got that little voice in your head that says, ooh, maybe this is something I ought to think about, well, then maybe that's something you ought to think about. 
Remember, everything starts with a thought or with an idea. So I want to put this idea in your mind because I know that you could be really valuable to other mothers in a way that that sort of goes beyond how valuable you are to other mothers right now. So, yeah, I do. I want to break down those myths, clarify some different facts, and I do want to kind of warn you, going pro is not for everyone, okay? And maybe it's not for you. I don't know. But before you dismiss that thought of, oh, I'd never want to do that, or I can't do that, or oh, I'm not capable of doing that, just just stay with me here a little bit and just slow down a little bit and consider it. Because in this show, I'm going to talk to you about what going pro might mean. I'm going to talk to you about how it might open up some opportunities for you. Some opportunities maybe you've never thought of. I want to talk to you a little bit about some job satisfaction. Actually, (laughs) there was a woman who worked in our office. She had a very broad administrative background, and uh, we we really loved her a lot, Karen. And she said to me one day, she said, if I would have had any idea that I could do this, meaning lactation, she says, that's something I would have been really good at. I would have really enjoyed. And I'm thinking, yep, Karen, you're right. You would have been really good at it because you've got all of the stuff that it takes. And I want to help you to realize that it might not be as difficult to go pro as what you think. Trust me on this one, too. I have talked with literally thousands of women who say, well, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have the other thing. It's like, yeah, 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 well, okay, but that's just going to slow you down a little bit. That's just going to be a speed bump or two. But it's not going to be a big, like, barrier in the road. It's not a Jersey barrier, okay? And then... I hope that I'm going to help you to really figure out if going pro is for you. And if it is for you, how to actually take the next steps that make some sense. Because there's a lot of different ways to do this. And honestly, there is not a one-size-fits-all. Not at all. Not at all, okay? And I tell you this from experience. I know these people. I've seen people do it very, very differently, but they get to the end goal. So that's really what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about opening up some opportunities and some job satisfaction. I'm going to help you to realize that it might not be as difficult as you think. And I'm going to show you how you can figure out if it is for you and how to do it if it actually is for you. I think that was a lot of is's, but anyway, (laughs) alrighty, look it. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the reasons why you should go pro. And I'm going to break it down a whole lot more than what I just uh, gave you there. That was just a little snippet. Don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuzo. We'll be right back at Born to be Breastfed. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. 
Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed, where every week we bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding and beyond. And today I'm going to talk with you about busting some of the myths for yourself so that you can have the life that you want if going pro is really for you. That's what I'm going to talk about today. So I want to start out with, like, take a big step back and ask yourself, Why would I want to go pro other than the fact that Marie thinks that I'm passionate about breastfeeding? Well, let me tell you, that's a big one. But I can think of six good reasons to go pro. Number one, it brings in some income. All right. To be honest, I've never known of a person getting rich by becoming an expert in breastfeeding and lactation. They they might be out there and they might have $8 million. I have no idea. I haven't met those people. If they are out there, that's great. But nonetheless, it pays the bills. And it might be a way of paying the bills or getting some extra income in a way that you find really satisfying. And then there's a whole bunch of people in between, all right? And and by the way, there's some people that never make any money at it. But then I have to wonder, 
would they have made money at something else? Maybe they just aren't the money-making type, okay? So I think that we've got everything here from those that don't do well to those who do really well and everything in between. So let me tell you about some of the in-betweeners. And they might not be doing exactly what you think they would be doing because you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I had my baby, I had a lactation consultant and I know pretty much what she did when she helped me with my baby. Okay, that's really great. Uh, and, and, And that is great. But that might not be the only way that you would live out your role as an expert. Think about somebody like my guest, Robin Williams. Now, Robin has been a guest on my show twice. She owns a retail store. She owns um, Bosom Buddies. Robin came to my comprehensive lactation course, I think, in 2009 because it was in Denver. I remember that. And uh, she wanted to become an expert because she wanted to be doing more than just selling or renting pumps and the other uh items that go along with breastfeeding support. Okay, she wanted to be an expert. She didn't want to just be a salesperson. So she became an expert, even though she didn't necessarily, and she still doesn't focus on hands-on care from what I can tell, but she is a mountain of knowledge and she provides a much needed service for lactating women. So just saying, and by the way, Uh, Robin doesn't know I was going to say this on the show, but I am going to say it. Her website is Bosom Buddies. That's BosomBuddies.com. And if you listen to my show with Robin, uh, (laughs) spoiler alert, Robin gave a coupon for anybody that listened to the show. She gave a little discount on products that she offers. So you might want to look at that show. We talked about pumps and insurance coverage. Fascinating show. Or here's another one. This woman also was a guest on my show. It's Judy Masucci. And she left, I want to say it was a big pharmaceutical company. I remember that she was big into mm -hmm, pharmacy or bioengineering or some such thing where she had a very high-powered job and she left that to do what? to start her own maternity store that was an online retail store. And by the way, just before we went on the air today, I looked it up and I found out that Judy has now moved on once again. She now focuses just on bras. And her site is Lavana Boutique. A word about that, by the way, I thought it was interesting. She named the company Lavana because it is the Latin for lift. Nice job, Judy. I am always so into the uh, etymology of words. Okay, so that's number one. Number one is because you can get paid for what you do. Number two, not only can you get paid, you can get paid for your services anywhere on the globe. Let me say that again. That's anywhere on the globe. And so I guess it kind of makes sense, right? You know that there are breastfeeding women all over the world, so you're not confined to just one locale. In fact, I myself, I'm about to start training a group that's based in India, all right? And I live just outside of Washington, D.C. Well, we're going to start that training in a month or so. So I'm just telling you that if you want to have a bigger picture of the world, (laughs) 
this is a great in because pretty much there is breastfeeding and lactation all over the world. Number three, you can volunteer. You don't get paid a dime, but volunteering as an expert is something that women do all the time. For example, you and I both know plenty of mothers who have a professional skill or a professional credential, but they volunteer because it fits in their life and it makes them feel like a good citizen without being tied to a strict schedule. Every day, every single day, we meet women who have professional skills, but they're seeking more meaningful ways to effectively align those skills, use that expertise, and they kind of do it with volunteer opportunities. You probably know a stay-at-home mom who is a certified public accountant, and she doesn't have her own business, and she doesn't work for a firm, but... She sits on the financial committee of a local charitable organization. Great. Then she's aligning her skills and her credential and her expertise. Maybe you know a mom with a background in, uh, oh, I don't know, say marketing, and she volunteers at the local Goodwill store. Okay. Again, aligning her expertise, her college degree, her credential, her whatever she's got for a good cause. I'm thinking that I have a friend who is a retired reading teacher, and she volunteers to help the blind. I can't remember if it's once or twice a week downtown. Okay, so it only makes sense then that with a credential in lactation, you could make the the world a better place by volunteering. And, And by the way, closer to home, my sister has been retired for just a little bit short of 20 years. And she has volunteered somewhere three days a week, every week, or nearly every week for the last 20 years. And why does she do it? Because she's smart, because she's got skills, and because she wants to leave the world a better place. So maybe you're at a point in your life where you kind of don't want a paying job, but you need to harness your passion and align your skills and and also kind of give of those lessons learned in order to help other women. Getting a credential could be real good for you. Number four, you work in or you are able to work in multiple different settings. Let me tell you, everybody thinks that lactation consultants are all in hospitals. And there's a whole lot of them that are in hospitals, but... I know of lactation specialists who are in hospitals, public health clinics, private clinics, private doctor's offices. They teach prenatal classes for an organization like maybe the hospital or or maybe a private physician's group. Some of them own their own business. And uh, I think we've had a few of them on the show. Some of them integrate the expertise in lactation with an existing business. Excellent example. Remember, Amber Thomas was my guest in 2017. Amber also came to my course. She came to my course in Dallas, and I found out that she was a doula. And from what I can tell, uh, she does pretty well, and she's pretty busy a lot of the time. But she wanted to be able to add another skill set. She wanted to give a value added to the clients that she already has. 
yeah, that's really cool. Honestly, uh, there are probably a bunch more that I haven't mentioned. Those are the ones that come to my mind. All right, try number five. Because you can win the lifelong gratitude of someone who started out as a stranger. This is a true story. It's not the only story I have, but it's definitely uh, one that's close to my heart. It was about a year or two ago, I got a call from a young mother who lives about 5,000 miles away. Uh, She's a single mother. She had only about five days to breastfeed her baby. She she just delivered the baby. I want to say she delivered like on a Wednesday. And she had to go back to work on Monday. And trust me, she really had to go back to work on Monday because I had that whole conversation with her too. I'm thinking, oh no, it can't be that bad. Yeah, it is. It was that bad. So she basically said, um, yeah, she said, I didn't really know how this breastfeeding thing was going to work. But I called my mother and my mother said, Call Marie. Ask for help. Well, there you go. You know, this is a lifelong gratitude from the mother. (laughs) But this was gratitude for this whole next generation person here. And how does that make me feel? Well, makes me feel like I made a difference in somebody's life. And that's what I'm all about. And here's number six. And this is the most important reason. Because you love it and you know it. You know you love it. You're passionate about this topic. It's a huge point. When you undertake something big, uh, shucks, I don't know, anything, graduate school, raising kids, uh, building a deck on the back of your house, whatever you're doing, you've got to be passionate about it. And why so? Because often, The going gets tough. You start out doing the preparation and you're all gung-ho. See, I know this because I've been there. But somewhere in the middle, it gets to be tedious. You can't see that light at the end of the tunnel. What's going to get you through it? What's going to get you on the other side of the tunnel? I'm going to tell you. It's going to be the why. It's going to be the passion. That passion propels None of us can do anything tough unless we have the passion. So now you've got six reasons for why you might go pro. And that might be it brings in some income. You can get paid to go and give services anywhere on the globe. You can volunteer. You can work in multiple different settings. You can win the lifelong gratitude of someone who started out as a stranger and because you love it. I'm Moravian Kuto with Born to be Breastfed. Don't go away. I'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk 
with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host. If you have questions, please send me a note at radio at borntobebreastfed.com. That's radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Okay, so let's say that I made a case and you really think that going pro is what you want to do. What do you do next? You compare. You compare programs and credentials, and you figure this out for yourself. Now, there are several different certifications out there, and I do mean several. So, before you dive into this, I would like to suggest that you check out what it takes to become eligible for the certification exam. Here are a bunch of questions that you should ask yourself. Number one, what is the focus of that certification? What does that credential address? Or another way to put it might be, what would be your scope of practice? Here's another one. I get this call sometimes. In fact, I just got this call today. Are there any prerequisites? Which means, other than bringing your enthusiasm in your checkbook, um, what else you got to do? in order to earn the credential 
get into the program, finish the course, what whatever. But you got to check that out. Some programs have prerequisites, others do not. Uh, I say that not with authority, but only because some people have told me that they've had to have some prerequisites, others not so much. Okay, here's the biggie baddie one. What is it going to cost? And I'm going to tell you right now that often, not always, but often the costs are pretty steep. So I would be asking a whole lot of questions about the course of the program, but I would be asking a whole lot of questions about myself, my family finances, etc. So, yeah, it's going to, and by the way, I have like no sympathy for these people who say, oh, it's not fair that my boss doesn't pay for it, or oh, somebody else should be paying for this. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no sympathy for that, because I have rarely had a boss pay for anything more than maybe a day or so of continuing education. Other than that, bosses don't pay for it. And if if you want a credential, you've got to suck it up and just pay. Suck up, pay up, all right? So what are the costs? Well, there's the, the cost of the courses. You probably kind of got that figured out. But it's more than that. How much is it going to cost you for books? How much is it going to cost you for those other expenses that are sort of invisible, but they do add up? Uh, I know for myself, every time I want to print something out, I go through reams of paper. Ink cartridges cost money. If you study with index cost, uh, cards, they cost money. Highlighters cost money. And you look at this and you say, geez, Marie, this is like kind of like nickel and dime stuff. But here's the thing. Those add up. And remember, too, that there are other expenses that you will incur. Think about every time you grab what I would call a convenience meal because you're strapped for, for study time. Okay, well, that's money you probably wouldn't have spent if you had been home and cooking a meal the way you usually would. Maybe you have to pay a babysitter because you need to complete an assignment. Well, then that's another bunch of money out the door. I'm telling you, just all of these things can just add up. Count in travel, by the way, because even in a world where (laughs) seemingly everything is online, I think that you will be surprised that you can sometimes incur some travel expenses for issues which might not be immediately evident. I'm not going to go into that today, but I can just tell you that I've had a few of those jump out at me. So next question, how much does it cost for the exam? Now, this is a big question. For some certifications, certification exams, we're talking in the hundreds, plural, hundreds, all right? And I'm not going to say how much because, again, it varies. And also, I don't know when you're listening to this and what it was last year is not necessarily what it is this year and so forth. But you really got to scope that out because uh, it is a big question. Now, sometimes you're not talking hundreds. Sometimes you're talking tens of dollars rather than hundreds of dollars. There are even some that are free. But you've got to get your facts, okay? Uh, you can certainly approach your boss, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't mean to say that it's hopeless. 
it, I've absolutely had people come through my program where they sidled up to their boss and their boss had extra money and she said, yes, by all means, go for it. But don't expect it. In other words, consider it an option, consider it a privilege and be grateful, but an awful lot of times the money just is not there. Next question, how long will it take to complete the requirements for the certification? Um, sorry, no easy answers to that. It really depends. It depends on the certification that you're seeking, um, the coursework that you might have already completed a couple of years ago. If so, well, then you're going to be not taking as much time now. I would say of the people that I have encountered over the years, the fastest fast trackers that I have seen have been I, I, I can't imagine that I've met anybody that's done it in less than six months. I suppose it's possible, but honestly, I just can't remember anybody. Then there are the slow trackers. I can think of one woman who told me it took her more than five years. Okay. But in truth, the vast majority of people that I have interacted with over the years tend to be more like in the two or two and a half neighborhood, two years neighborhood to get the job done. So, you know, really it's it's everything from a little to a lot and everything in between. There's a lot of factors that will impact that. Okay, next question. What are the academic requirements? And when I say academic, uh, my friend Cindy calls this butts in seats. I don't know that we do butts quite the same in seats nowadays, but you know what I mean. It's not experiential. You are attending a course, you're reading a book, you're watching a video, you're completing a workbook, you're doing a webinar, whatever it is. That's what I would call academic. So ask about that. Now, for instance, if you want to become an international board certified lactation consultant, that is an IBCLC, you'll need to complete 14 health sciences courses, and these are not lactation related. So I'm talking about stuff like biology, anatomy, physiology, those sorts of things. And that's that's 14 of those courses. Some people look at that and they just say, oh, yuck, I just so do not want to do that. I just want to do the lactation stuff. Okay, well, I'm just saying, you've got to have a good fit here. Uh, then the next question would be, how many hours worth of lactation-focused education do you need to get? And again, that varies a lot, but ask that question. Next question. Where can you obtain either the academic hours or the clinical hours? Uh, Many people think it's got to be a hospital. That's not true. Obviously, I got my experience in a hospital because I was a hospital nurse for many, many years. I love hospital, think hospital. Uh, That's just who I am. But it doesn't have to be that, okay? Now, the other thing you should ask is about any of the academic stuff. Where can you get those? I would say that there are a lot of courses that are online these days. And I want to warn you that some people do better with an online course, other people not so much so. There are fewer and fewer live courses out there, but I've met people, and I blogged about this, 
there are people who say to me, no, no, no. I just, I knew I had to do it live. I knew I had to ask questions. I knew that I had to be like on top of my game. I, I had to sequester myself. I could not do studying with my kids in my face. Okay, gotcha. Um, so in that case, well, for instance, I'm thinking I'm running a course in Orlando next month. And I do offer the lactation-focused hours. Now, that's a really great opportunity because um, it's it's coming up soon. I think there's still time to register, although you better hurry because we have a limited number of seats. But honestly, that works nicely because so many people will come and they bring their kids and they take their kids to Disney World before the course or after the course. So that works out nicely. And we tend to have really a lot of mix of people from different walks of life. And I try to say to people, you know, that's one of the hidden benefits of going to a live course is that you do get to interact with people from all over the globe. We've had participants from, um, oh, gee, Europe, uh, South America, Canada, Middle East, there's been lots of people. I remember one one woman. I said, in other words, you came halfway around the globe to see me. I wouldn't have come halfway around the globe to see me. But anyway, thank you. I'm flattered. But you really get that really rich interaction of people who see breastfeeding through a different pair of glasses because they live in a different part of the world. And it's really very, very enriching, or certainly it is for me. But, you know, for other people... That's not what they want to do. They want to take an online course, and I, I offer an online course as well, uh, and it's it's convenient. You can do it from home. You can be in your pajamas, and it's more economical. So just saying. Next question. How long does your certification last? Five years? Question mark? Three years? Question mark? Or something else? Just make sure you know the answer to that. Next one. What do you need to do in order to recertify? And then finally, is there a fee for recertifying and how much is it? Now, pretty much those are all of the questions that I can think of that will be especially valuable for you. I'm Marie Biancuzzo. I'll be right back to talk to you about an option that I think you might find useful. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash good donor. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm Marie Biancuso. You can reach me at radio at borntobebreastfed.com. All right. I want to talk to you about one option that I have created. And you could look at me and you could say, you know, Marie, I just don't really like this idea at all. And that's okay. Or you could look at me and you could say, wow, thank you so much because this exactly works into my life and this fits with where I want to be. And I would say good because I really created it for you. And that is the Certified Clinical Lactationist uh, Program. Honestly, I have taken some criticism for starting my own credential, but People that have felt that 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 wasn't a good idea, they don't sit where I sit. They don't see that there are people who, for one reason or another, don't want the IBCLC credential. I wanted to preserve the idea of people getting their IBCLC because I believe in it, but I wanted to create an option for people who, for one reason or another, just don't want to go down that road. And by the way, there's other roads to go down, too. But anyway, here's the thing. You know, many of us have come to think of the IBCLC as being synonymous with breastfeeding support. And that's true. That's absolutely true. It absolutely is. I'm an IBCLC myself. But it's not the only means of demonstrating expertise in breastfeeding support. And trust me, I've been in this business long enough to know there are some people who simply don't want or don't need that particular credential. And yet... They want to deliver effective evidence-based lactation support. So what I'm saying is I created this credential with my own vision, and my vision was about plugging a gap that I see. There is this, this gap, all right? And I want to talk to you about the gap. 
It's huge because a lot of people are seeking a credential, but it doesn't really quite fit. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. So I'm thinking, for instance, of one woman. uh, She was in Atlanta. She said she'd been a Lolita League leader for 17 years. And when I said to her, so why did it take you 17 years to pursue your IBCLC credentials, she said, I was home raising kids. I just couldn't, I, I couldn't get out of the house to do all of my clinical experience. I'm like, mm, right, gotcha. I'm thinking of another woman who said that she'd been a peer counselor for almost a decade. And she cheerfully did the six continuing education healthcare courses, but taking those eight college level courses, the biology, anatomy, and so forth, that posed a big barrier for her. And I felt really bad for her because I thought that she could have really been just a dynamic, uh, fabulous breastfeeding supporter, but she didn't want to invest the time and the money in those college courses. And she didn't see the value of taking the college courses. Pretty hard to get somebody to do something if they don't see the value for it. Uh, more recently, oh, this is a big one. I have talked with so many IBCLCs who want to retire. They sort of like to have a credential. They want to maybe work part-time or just on call. Maybe even they want to do stuff on a volunteer basis. But they don't want to take the IBLCE exam again. Well, they sort of feel like they've got to go all in or not in at all. And they've said to me, no, forget it. I'm not doing that one more time. And I kind of want to have a place for them. So these and similar situations create a big gap. How can passionate breastfeeding advocates pursue that passion for breastfeeding and gain recognition for their expertise and earn a meaningful credential in a way that works for them? All right, so... So maybe you recognize that lactation expertise involves more than just helping mothers with positioning and latch, because it does, all right? It's a, it's a lot of stuff. I'm still learning stuff. And look at how long I've been in this. So some people have already c- completed some of their hours, but not all. Uh, some are nurses who want to have some sort of recognition for their expertise in lactation, and they say to me, I want something like, like I've already got a certification for fetal monitoring. Isn't there something like that for lactation? Well, not really. Not not exactly. Um, maybe another one might be um, that you say, Marie, I don't need this international stuff. I'm going to be working domestically for like forever. So I don't really care about this international stuff. Well, you got to know that international stuff if you're going to take an international exam. So there's all sorts of situations. And I'm not trying to pass judgment on any of those. I'm just saying different people fit different credentials. So I had this vision for creating the Certified Clinical Lactationist because I felt that it would overcome these gaps. So if you have completed a plan to complete... I'm kind of on the completion thing here, sorry, but uh, like if you've already done one of my 90-hour courses, you are already eligible to become a certified clinical lactationist. So that might be something that you really want to explore. If you haven't taken one of my 90-hour lactation courses, uh, visit me, 
breastfeedingoutlook.com. Okay. And actually, if you're interested specifically in the lactationist, and you must take my course in order to be a lactationist because that's my way of doing quality control, uh, that would be breastfeedingoutlook slash lactationist slash index dot html. And I can put that in the show notes or something for you too. All right. This is a great opportunity because you can gain respect and recognition for mastering lactation knowledge and you don't have to retest ever. You do have to do continuing education. It demonstrates that you've passed an exam that's clinically relevant to best practices. You can take the exam in the comfort of your home or your office. You can display the your credibility by wearing our beautifully crafted pin. Uh, it's a cloisonne pin. I have it right on my desk. I'm reaching over to get it right now. It's round. It's cloisonne. It's in color. It's, mm, I don't know, maybe about mm, two centimeters or so round. Very lovely. We send it to you for free if you pass the exam. And you can earn your first lactation credential now. You do not have to wait to get your results. In fact, if you pass the exam, you will get, well, even if you don't pass the exam, uh, you'll get your your exam results within minutes. I'm not talking weeks. I'm not talking months. I'm talking minutes. So it's a great place and a great time for you to uh, sort of plan yourself. And you can earn those credentials. You could have that by, mm, by, I don't know, Easter, long before Easter. Some people just want another credential. They've already got credentials, but they just want to add another one. That's okay. Some people want to earn recognition for completing all 90 hours of either my hybrid or my online course. I've had people say, look, I did all this stuff, and now um, I don't have anything to show for it other than my certificate. Okay, great. Then do the lactationist program. You can have a credential without completing those college credits. You can enhance your professional and your personal growth, and you'll be prepared to improve care to breastfeeding mothers and babies. So, if this is something you're interested in, I'm here to help you to get to something this year that you might not have gotten to last year. I'm here to help you. And by the way, if you still want to go on and get your IBCLC, I want to encourage you to do that because pretty much I I do. I set you up for that because I believe in that. But some people kind of want an interim credential, and I get that. So anyway... The Certified Clinical Lactationist Credential is not for everyone. I'm not for everyone. It's a tough course, and the exam isn't easy either. But it's good for many who do want to go pro. So I'll repeat that. It's breastfeedingoutlook.com slash lactationist slash index dot html. So if you are pursuing, attaining, or retiring from a lactation calling, a credential, consider becoming a certified clinical lactationist. I'll be happy to help you. You'll be glad you did. So remember, every week, I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here to bust the myths and clarify the facts. And in the meanwhile, remember, 
everybody's baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.